It's Thursday, March 2nd. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. An effort is underway to spread word about a new change in food assistance benefits. WXXI's Randy Gorman has more on a cutback affecting people enrolled in the SNAP program. The changes involve the pulling back of additional federal benefits for that food assistance program. The additional payments went to individuals and families getting SNAP help during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. But that supplemental aid is being pulled back now, and Mark Dwyer, a spokesman for the Rochester-based food bank organization Foodlink, says that will put a big strain on families, especially with the recent increase in food prices. He expects to see a sharp demand in the request for help from local food banks, but Dwyer says that cannot be the only answer. Like anything, food banking in the emergency food system isn't a solution to uh, a sharp reduction in SNAP benefits. Just in Monroe County alone, this is $10 million that's now missing. Uh, from people's food budgets. We can't compensate for that, but we can do as much as we can by getting additional food out the door and into households that need it. State Comptroller Tom DiNapoli says that one in 10 New York households experienced food insecurity at some point in the last few years, and he is calling for a number of steps, including the expansion of the SNAP program and also having the federal government renew the expansion of the child tax credit program. Randy Gorman, WXXI News. The director of a Rochester-based program that helps bring Afghans to the United States says more cities need to step up. Keeping our promise assists Afghans who served the U.S. military and face threats from the Taliban. They come to the U.S. through the Special Immigrant Visa Program. Ellen Smith says Rochester is the only city with this kind of dedicated program, and there are still thousands of Afghans waiting for visas. There's just not enough help or money to do the kind of resettlement we need to do to help our Afghan allies. We can get them out, but we have to have a place to put them. Smith was a guest on WXXI's Connections with Evan Dawson. She says Keeping Our Promise has already resettled 16 families since the start of the year. A Buffalo firefighter died in the line of duty on Wednesday after a three-story building caught fire. The firefighter became trapped about 30 to 40 feet inside the building when a mayday was called. His body was later recovered. The name of the firefighter has not been released as the family is still contacting relatives. Witnesses said they could see the flames shooting out of the building as firefighters tried to get the blaze under control. Huge smoke plumes could be seen billowing into the sky miles from downtown Buffalo. The head of a state agency that works to create and preserve affordable housing says New York's housing crisis has been years in the making, and some other states are better at addressing the problem. Ruth Ann Visnowskis, CEO of New York State Homes and Community Renewal, spoke about this yesterday at a state budget hearing on housing. In the decade before the COVID-19 pandemic, she said the state created jobs at three times the rate of housing. Visnowskis claims the housing crisis does not stem from any failure on the state's part to fund new affordable housing. She says it results from unnecessary and sometimes intentional obstacles. And as a result, we're losing New Yorkers to states like New Jersey and Connecticut that are addressing their housing shortages with statewide policies that drive production and better address keeping their housing stock affordable. Visnoskis says that's why Governor Hochul wants to create 800,000 new homes in 10 years. But some legislators speaking yesterday, particularly those from downstate regions, said many parts of the state are built to capacity with no room for development. A federal labor judge has ordered Starbucks to reinstate fired workers, reopen a shuttered location, 
and stop infringing on workers' rights after finding that the company violated labor laws hundreds of times during a union campaign in Buffalo. The decision issued late Wednesday by Administrative Law Judge Michael Rosas of the National Labor Relations Board requires Starbucks to post a 13-page notice listing its labor violations and workers' rights in all of its U.S. stores. Rosas cited Starbucks' egregious and widespread misconduct in his 200-page decision. He found Starbucks had threatened employees, spied on them and more strictly enforce dress codes and other policies. The order requires Starbucks to reinstate seven workers who were fired for their union activity and provide financial restitution for 27 other employees for violations like refusing to grant time off. It also requires Starbucks to bargain with the union at multiple stores and reopen a location at Cheektowaga, which was closed amid significant union activity. Starbucks said it believes the decision and the remedies ordered are in appropriate and is considering its legal options. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.